Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. What's going on, guys? Welcome back to the Dog Check. My name is Max Loeb, Loeb's Leads. I am here with Eric Metcalf on this beautiful Wednesday afternoon. You guys will be hearing this on Thursday, but a beautiful victory Wednesday. Eric, how are you feeling after that game on Sunday? I'm feeling good. You know, I'm, I'm feeling better about the fact that I said we would be three and two at this point. I had, the, I had the wins and losses wrong, but I said <laughs> we would be three and two at this point. But, you know, it was a wonderful game. The defense played extremely well, held the number one offense down to, to, to minimal points, uh, although they missed field goals, had a few injuries. That's part of the game. But, That's part but, of the game. And then we didn't hurt ourselves too much. Uh, like we did against the Ravens. We had a couple turnovers, but it, the defense was able to bounce back and stop them. That's something that they didn't do against the Ravens. And so no, definitely really not. How they played against the 49ers, because although there were turnovers, they bounced back and didn't give up points at the time. Yeah, which was huge. Holding them to field goals in the red zone, we talked about that. I feel like we talk about it every week, but this week especially because the 49ers were so efficient in the red zone was – the the number one thing the Browns need to focus on, and that's exactly what they did. Before we talk a little bit more about that game, we want to talk to you guys about Bet Online. It's your number one information source for all your sports wagering information with up to the minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. You get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real time updates on statistics, news, and odds from week one all the way to the college football playoff and the Super Bowl. Bet Online gives you the access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B L E A V, all caps, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. It's Bet Online, it's where the game starts. The game on Sunday didn't start as well as we could, but like you said, you bounce back, you make plays, and you minimize mistakes. Where did you see the biggest impact? on the Browns uh, on Sunday? The defensive line, for sure. I mean, when you're talking about a Kyle Shanahan offense and the way they do things, multiple sets, uh, different personnel, it's, it's hard to decipher what they're actually doing. And so yeah. they've made it easy for Brock Purdy back there because he gets the, there's so many looks he gives you and there's so many weapons that he has that he can distribute the ball to that it's like dink and dunk and these guys make plays. The, the thing that... Uh, disrupted him this weekend was that pass rush that mm -hmm. rush they were reestablishing the line of scrimmage so they were getting in the backfield before every play started even started and so when you're you've never been under pressure like that we don't know how uh, someone's going to respond brock purdy had never been under pressure in that manner and these guys were pressuring him every single play and reestablishing the line of scrimmage and i think that was the difference when especially when we're talking about defense yeah, they they lived in the backfield, especially after that first script when the 49ers took the opening drive and went and scored. It was, what, 12 points the rest of the game after three, four minutes? It was an unbelievable response, and their defensive line played out of their minds. Uh, but Jeremiah Wusu-Kormo, we talked about it. You talked about it specifically on last Wednesday or last Thursday. He was everywhere, literally everywhere. It was unbelievable. Yeah, and that's why we got him. When you when you have a team like this, you're gonna need somebody who can run and make plays. When it, when a team has a, a special running back or receiver that they put in the backfield, like the 49ers do, and so you have or, or quarterback who can run for that matter, you have somebody like him who can be that quote unquote spy because he can run, he can do everything, he can rush the passer, he can 
uh, cover. He can make tackles in the open field. And so he's a, he's a, he's a special player and we need him to continue to be that. And on, on Saturday, on Sunday, this past week, he was definitely that. Oh yeah. It, all over. Like you said, living in the backfield, the line of scrimmage, he has sack as well, but clogging pass windows as well. There was almost a play where he tipped the ball back up, literally levitated to get the ball over his head and he tipped it up. It was almost picked. Like he was, absolutely everywhere and like you said you we need him anthony walker those guys to continue to play like that if this browns defense wants to keep up because those guys up front are gonna are gonna keep making lanes for him and right and that's and that's what's important is in, in last year and years past we didn't have that push up front in the middle Ooh, yeah. that, that can create space for these linebackers but now these guys are commanding double teams up in front. And so now these backers are able to be free, run around, whether it be in the in the passing game or or, or attacking the run. They're able to just – they're not having to worry about getting uh, the blockers coming off on them uh, from double teams. They're just getting there because they the, the blocker can't come off. They're, they're already running mm-hmm. because these guys are commanding those double teams up front. Yeah, they're dominating up front. And anytime you don't hear from Miles Garrett a ton, you don't hear from Zadarius Smith a ton, you'd think it's a bad thing, but not if they're drawing the attention they are and allowing the other guys to play well. They they were all over the place, that front seven. I thought the secondary played well as well. Martin Emerson obviously got a pick. They they did a really good job. Obviously, Brandon Ayuk is a, is a very tough cover, but I thought they did a decent job. I mean, 1,002 yards in five games. Whew. That's 50 years. 50 years since the team has been that low. And so these guys, they're playing on, on a high level right now. The thing about it, and, and and I keep stressing this with people, is that they have room to improve. Oh, yeah. You know, we're, we're talking about them being one of the best defenses in the league and doing things that haven't been done in 50 years. But at this point, they can still get better. I mean, they're, they're, they're still, they still have a, a lot of young players. They're still giving up some plays from time to time. Everybody's not in sync because they haven't played all that many games together. And so with Jim Schwartz and and how he's calling games and all these new players, I think they they flow into a different groove by the the time the uh, the middle to the end of the year comes. Yeah, very, 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 very true. And it's it's Jim Schwartz's defense. They're all over the place. It's historic. Honestly, the offensive side of the ball was better than I thought it would be on Sunday. I want to give a shout-out to DeWan Jones. I thought he played – out of his mind, just completely took Nick Bosa out of the game, except for two plays, two plays that you heard Nick Bosa's name, and that was it. Right, and and, and this is one of those cases where if he keeps playing at this rate, you could possibly be talking about him as maybe a rookie of the year, right? Because he stepped in and and had to play against team's best pass rushers, and mm-hmm. he, he did a good, he's done a good job. And so when you the way he's playing, once again, someone who will grow and get better as the season yeah. goes on. And so that's the thing that we have to look forward to. We're, we're, the offense, you know, I felt good about it because I felt like going into this game when they said, okay, P.J. Walker is the starter, it looked different than when he put DTR out there as the starter. Yeah. It looked like the same things that they would have done with Deshaun. That's what they tried to do with DTR. But everyone's not the same player. This seemed to be more catered to P.J. Walker and what he did as far as how the offense was going to groove. And, and they, they ran the ball well. Kareem had some nice runs. Ron Ford had some nice runs. And, and P.J. Walker had some nice throws. There were a couple throws he missed, obviously, threw a couple mm-hmm. picks that we can't have in, in games yeah. moving forward. But they played well enough. To, to keep us in it while the defense played as they did. 
Yeah, and shout out to the run game too. It was 4.4 yards per carry between Hunt and Ford. Overall, it was 4.7 yards per carry. By far the most in the past three weeks since Chubb has been hurt against, outside of the Browns, probably the best rush defense in the NFL. Yeah, and I, and I think, and it's kind of, when a defense comes in, especially 49ers, they have a superstar on every level on their defense. You know, they yeah. They have Bosa, they have Fred Warner, they got the, the safety. They have superstar back there on all levels. And so they don't really have to do a lot of stuff. So I'm I'm pretty sure that they're like, they're what are they gonna do? The Browns, can they they really can't pass the ball? Can they run the ball? And and they have injuries, especially when you're talking about a Joe Batonio being out of the game. They don't you don't really expect them to run the ball uh, as often or frequent as, as, as the Browns didn't. And, and we did it, and we did it well. And I thought we could have had more yards running, had a lot of times these guys took the first hole instead of trying to stretch it out and, and get more more of a big play. These There was a lot of cuts that I thought the running backs missed, or, or Jerome Ford in particular, that could have been bigger plays. Yeah, absolutely. And moving forward, they're going to have to run the ball like they did. Let's talk about the Colts. Let's talk about this moving forward. couple notes. Colts offense right now. 10th in yards per game, 11th in points per game, but interestingly enough, 6th in total plays per game. They'll hold on to the football. They'll try to keep the other offense off the field. I don't know how big of an impact that will be with the Cleveland Browns, uh, but defensively, 170 yards per game given up to receivers alone, almost 300 yards per game given up through the air, and they have the ninth most points per game allowed. Let's start with this Colts offense. What do you think the Browns need to do to stop them? Because there's no more Anthony Richardson, and, and aspect of that dynamic run game is gone. Right, and I, and I think it's it's going to be about stopping Jonathan Taylor, you know, and, and the run game. I mean, Gardner Minshew is a veteran; he's played a lot of games now, and and he can he can play, he can produce as we've yeah. seen over the course of his career. But they're they're one of those teams that they're going to try to establish the run and, like you said, ground and pound and keep the ball out of the other offense's hand. And and if they do that, they're they're running up against a brick wall. Right, the yeah. way the defense has played thus far, we expect them to play like that this week, also because they know that's what they're going to have to do. But it's, I think it's, it's going to be a, a, a tough game for the Colts because what they want to do is what our defense is best at, and that's, yeah. and that's stopping the run. And then I don't know if Gardner Minshew will be able to make a lot of tight window throws against these, these defensive backs. Yeah, I think you hit the nail on the head. The thing the Colts are the best at is running the ball. And not only do they have Jonathan Taylor back, who actually saw an increase in like 30% increase in snaps last week. Like they're trying to get him back in the in a full role. Zach Moss, the other running back there, has been awesome. So not only will they try to run it, they'll try to run it with multiple guys who will have fresh legs at some point. So that's what they're going to try to do. But the Browns are really good at stopping it. Like on the defensive side of the ball for the Browns, I think it is the perfect matchup because – you don't really have guys you have to worry about outside. I think Michael Pittman's a good receiver. I think when you look at the caliber of guys the Browns have played, uh, like a Brandon Ayuk or a Zay Flowers, like I take those guys probably over Michael Pittman. But I think if you stop the run, you got to trust your guys to pin their ears back and get after the quarterback and trust that Minshew won't make those tight window throws, those game changing plays. Yeah. And, and he's one of those guys that he's comfortable. If, he, if he's standing back there comfortable, he can make all the throws. But we haven't let anyone be comfortable, and I don't think that we will this week. And so, once again, the the, the front four, it's, it's on them to put pressure on Gardner Minshew, keep him off the spot, reestablish the line of scrimmage when we're talking about stopping the run, and, and, and continue to do those things. And I think that's what makes it so much easier for the guys in the back. 
If, yeah. if those those front guys can continue to get pressure, whether it be on a run or a pass, it makes it easy for those guys to cover. It makes them easier in regards to deciphering whether it's a run or a pass. And so well, I, I think we're in a good group. Once again, we have a lot of improvement to do, and we have mm-hmm. a big window to do that. And so I, I feel good about it. Yeah, I feel very good on that side of the ball. Moving to the other side, the Browns offense against the Colts defense, like we talked about, it's a defense that's going to allow you to throw the ball a lot on them, to be honest with you. The corners just aren't there for them right now. The secondary hasn't been great. But to be honest with you, I I don't know if that matters. Like I thought the Browns offense going up against a run defense that was very good was able to run the ball. Like I, I didn't think the Browns offense was dysfunctional. I thought it was fine, even with P.J. Walker back there. See, I think this is one of those things that we have been crying for for the last couple years. Run the ball even when the other defense says you can't run the ball. And yeah. if you're able to be successful, keep doing it. That doesn't mean you have to start passing. Just keep continue, continue to run the ball. You don't have to get 10 yards of carry. You get two, three yards of carry and continue, and can, uh, continue to run it, that, you're going to wear that defense down. And so I think we did a good job of that this past weekend. Like, even though we weren't getting the blast runs, we had a couple. We weren't getting big explosive runs. We had, a, you know, like I said, we had a couple. But as, as long as we continue to keep them uh, looking for the run. And then you hit them with the pass. A little play action. Little, uh, so, and, and because they give up a lot of plus, we can take some shots this week also. And so I'm, I'm, I want, I'm looking forward to Deshaun being back out there. Maybe he's, maybe he's healthy enough to – we can really launch it down the field and see where we're at because this is, I think this is a game where we can do that and find out what's going on with our, our passing game. Yeah, I think so too. There was no practice for Watson today, but again, it, it'd be hard to believe that he wouldn't take a day or two off if he was going to play on Sunday regardless. But yeah, I agree with you. You said it beautifully. The Browns are a team that has the push up front, or at least that's what it looked like the past couple of weeks to run the ball when the opposing defense can stop the run. Like when you, hammer meets a nail, like who who is going to be the guy? I think the Browns have what it takes up front, and I don't think they're going to stop. You know, and, and I think about this just in past experience. Wednesdays are usually rundown days. Mm-hmm. So, if, so if he doesn't practice, oh, well, he, he can hand yeah. the ball off. We know he can hand the ball. It's it's about tomorrow and, and Friday what, when we see if he's really going to – what he can do now. Yeah, and honestly, even if he doesn't play like like we talked about, we saw enough – last week that obviously it matters but you don't feel horrible like we don't have our starting quarterback like you've seen what pj walker can do you feel like you're in at least a decent spot yeah he's won games in this league he started a yep. few games he's what he's five and three as as a starter now i mean and albeit with with a terrible team in, in carolina <laughs> now he has a very good team so if the, the game plan specific for him if he has to play he goes out there and executes that he has a defense that can stop the other team and he has an offense that can run the ball well and and pass the ball as long as he uh, stays within himself absolutely absolutely he's going to be a huge key to this game let's talk x factors i'll let you go first but you can pick which side of the ball you want well i'm i'm gonna go with the quarterback all right whoever it is (laughs) <laughs> yeah that, that's fair <laughs> i'm gonna go with the quarterback whoever it is and i say that because if it's deshaun and he's able to play that means he can throw the ball or he feels like he can throw the ball and we're going to be taking shots and i want to see if we're able to get these explosive plays that we haven't really had 
thus far. I mean, you no, know, yeah. most teams you see, they've had guys with 60 yard touchdowns, but we haven't had those. And so if he's playing, I, I want to see that those, those type of things, see if we can create those move, moving forward. If he's not playing, I want to see how PJ Walker is able to manage this offense and, you know, and, and get us a victory, whether it be through the run or, or the pass, just and Stefanski calling plays that uh, fit him. Yeah, that's a great call. Whoever the quarterback is, they're going to have to lead the team down the field pretty much like all game long. I don't think it's going to be a blah. I think it'll be moderately close. For my X factor offensively, I'm going to cheat a little bit. I'm going to go interior offensive line. I think the biggest key here is just limiting DeForest Buckner. There's no stopping him. You got to limit him. Just pushing those guys and him around up front. And like you said, you don't have to get 10 yards of carry, just three yards, cloud of dust, and just make life easier for your quarterback, the other parts of the offense, just moving forward. I think if you push people up front, especially on the inside against the Colts, you'll be in a good spot. Yeah, that's that's, that's a good take. I mean, and have they said whether Joe Batonio is playing yet? No, nothing yet. Okay, so that's 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 significant as well when you're talking about Buck and those guys in there. Yeah, definitely. And then defensively, mm. oh, this is tough. Defensively, <sighs> hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll go Anthony Walker. I think again, it's, I know, I know you love that's your guy too. I, I think either of the linebackers, but Anthony Walker, it, like just continuing to play well at that second level, shooting your gun when you need to go and making plays when you need to, just like we talked about. Like if the Colts are going to be in a position where they're in third and medium, third and long, you got to throw the ball to beat the Browns, the Browns are going to win the game. It's, it doesn't go much farther than that. I know I took a guy. <laughs> I'm going to go Miles Garrett. Okay. Okay. Because I'm going to expect him this week to disrupt what they're trying to do, especially in the passing game, maybe the strip sack, something like that. So I want Miles Garrett to be that guy that we have seen other guys be, like the Bosa's and the TJ Watts, when we're talking about them being a defensive player of the year candidates. If he he wants to be in in that same sentence, I need to see him do something like that. Yep, that's a great, great call. Great call. Let's go score prediction. You can go first here. What are you thinking? 27-17 Browns. All right, I like it. I'm going to go same as last week, same differential, just a little bit lower. I'll go 23-13. I think it's more than a one-position game, but I think the Browns are a better team here. I do too, and I think it's – I think what we can't go under doing is having a hangover from this past game. Yeah. And, and and it always happens to a lot of teams in all the leagues around the world. They yeah. win a big game that they're not expected to, and there's a letdown because they're still focused on what just happened. I think, we, I think we're professional enough. We have enough veterans on our team that will get past that. And so I'm just hoping that we go in this game and play like we, we never won that game last week. Yeah, and I think if there's a team and there's a defense that's going to do it, it's the Browns. Um, but I'm with you. No no, no big win hangover. I think the Browns get it done. Again, we both think it's a 10-point differential. It's going to be a good game. I think it'll be moderately close for the first half as well. I think it's tough to avoid even just a little bit of that hangover, but I think the Browns pull it out in the end. Yeah, for sure. I mean, And then when you're talking about a team that's used to playing indoors where the Browns aren't, it's, it's, it's always different, you know? Yeah. So the, the, the crowd is a little different. Everything's a little different. And, it, and even if it's – it just feels different as a player because you know you're inside now. So I, I'm just looking forward to them going in there, 
handling their business and coming out with a victory. Yeah, absolutely. Let's hope that let's hope that's the case. By the time you guys are hearing this, it'll be October 19th on Thursday. We're recording this on Wednesday. It's going to be a fun weekend. Very, very excited for this Browns team, especially against a team that, again, we feel they should beat. Eric, any last words before we sign off? They look like a genius. I said we'll be four and two <laughs> after six games. So there you go. Cool. There you go. Thank you guys for listening to the Dog Check presented by Bet Online. We will see you guys next time. Go Browns. Go Browns. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B L E A V on YouTube.